0: "'Everything all right in there?' queried a voice that probably belonged to the store manager. "'Oh, fine, thanks,' replied Quentin, as calmly as he could. "'It looks like you've taken four photos of your knees.' There was a pause. "'As intended,' replied Quentin, trying his best to sound upbeat. "'Okay,' answered the voice cheerfully. Quentin heard the person walk away. "'Not a store manager, then. A store assistant.' The wage disparity made all the difference. He had to pay five grand a year extra, at least for someone who would challenge a potentially undressed man in a photo booth to come out and present himself. It had been a narrow escape. He left the booth, grabbing the photos on the way. He exited the store as swiftly and inconspicuously as he could manage, dropping the photographs in a bin outside. He decided the last place the police would look for him was in a bank, which is exactly where he needed to be. A destitute man was tucked into a small alcove in the wall which was designed to hold a drain-pipe and guide rainwater into the gutter. He had a dirty blue rug wrapped around him for warmth, and his clothes were threadbare and held together by dirt and dried-on alcohol. For a brief moment Quentin was touched by the man's plight. In truth, he normally wouldn't have spared the man a second thought, but today was different. It's true what they say about walking a mile in a man's shoes, thought Quentin. He noticed the man was shivering, despite it being the middle of the day you look cold he observed the tramp blinked a couple of times and seemed to come out of a deep coma clearly his situation didn't stop him getting a good sleep what are you want he spat you look cold repeated quentin increasing the amount of concern on his face to counter the aggression in the response he'd received ach what makes you think that eh sherlocky the tramp started scratching his shoulder you seem to be shivering, replied Quentin, doing his best to learn two new languages as fast as possible. The first was Scottish, the second was Tramp. Ach, you sassenach pussy, you ye kin the difference tween DTs and the cold, ye bum-bugger, barked the Tramp, with all the hostility of a military attack dog shaking a grenade in its mouth. Quentin took pity. Clearly the cold was affecting the poor man's speech. Here, said Quentin, take this. It's only five pounds, but it will buy you a hot meal and a drink. He realised this sounded disingenuous, considering he was wearing a brand new suit and was heading into a bank. A grubby mitt, fused by weather and time to a pair of red fingerless gloves, unfurled from beneath the tramp's cover and snatched the money from Quentin's extended hand. Hang it! It's off!' said the tramp, and rolled over to face away from his benefactor. Clearly the transaction was complete. Quentin hurried into the bank and joined the inevitable queue awaiting him there. The three-minute wait to get to the counter felt like an hour and a half. He spotted at least two police cars screaming past the front window of the building. Eventually he reached the desk. He had been so distracted by his fear of getting caught and watching carefully over his shoulder that he hadn't even noticed who was sitting behind the protective glass waiting to serve him. "'Mavis!' he blurted in astonishment. "'Quentin?' whispered Mavis, her usual smile nowhere to be seen she looked exhausted and withdrawn. "'You look well,' she said, her eyes scanning up and down his new suit. "'Thank you,' he said, dazedly. "'But you have mud on your cheek. Ah, I wasn't aware of that. And the remains of a chrysalis on your eyelid. Ah, how unfortunate!'